It's the year 20 squared. An unknown virus threatens our very way of life. As it spreads across the globe, it leaves turmoil and economic destruction in its wake. The world governments begin closing borders and quarantining its citizens. Anyone without a job that is deemed essential must stay at home to prevent further spread of the virus. But for some people, the signal never stops. And there are still video games to be played. Lit Gaming Arena presents Terminal News. Welcome to Terminal News, the number one video game news podcast that everybody should listen to, including Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> you can listen to this show while you're doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That'd be the best way to go. Um, but uh, before we get into this, I should introduce to you my co-host Marcus. Hey. And my other co-host. Oh, wait. Oh, no. We're, we're, it's just us two. <laughs> <laughs> We're all alone. It's just me and Marcus. Um, hey, if you enjoy the show, you should totally uh, give us a review on Apple and Podchaser. That would help us out and share the show with your friends. And also make sure you send us emails. We've been lo looking for emails for the LGA cast. We have one. We've had one so far. We're looking for more. Just hit up social at lga.gg. Send in your questions or your comments. And we will read them on the show. So that's cool. So, uh, yeah, do that. And now we're going to get into some news. So this week, we have some more of the fallout of uh, the Epic Games versus Apple and Google. Um, because last week, this was kind of unfolding like the same day we, re we recorded the podcast. And basically, the, the short synapsis of what happened first was that they made did a little work around so that you can buy cheap cheaper v bucks without going through the apple store thus taking away apple's 30 percent cut they didn't like that so they removed fortnite from the app store and they responded by filing a lawsuit which means <laughs> I mean, listen to—I didn't—I didn't even think about this, but I was listening to Giant Bomb, and they're like, "Yeah, they totally had this like ready. They knew this was going to happen, which makes total sense. Like, they immediately filed the lawsuits. Like, yeah, they had this shit ready to go. They had this—they had this all lined up. Um, so they sued Apple, and then they sued Google because the same thing happened on Google. But the Apple is kind of the bigger crux of this situation because it's a big old antitrust thing. Um, and then Apple's retaliation is that they uh, re they they banned Epic's uh, developer account on the App Store, which basically means that it's going to lock out developers from using the Unreal Engine on iOS games, which then also means like games that are existing that use the Unreal Engine can't update, which uh, like if you have Fortnite right now on your iPhone, 
you can play the game, but as soon as the next update comes, you'll be locked out because your game won't be up to date with the late the, with the rest of the 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 game. So it's blocking people from being able to update update the games that they have as well. So that's kind of a. I mean, I know Giant Bomb were they were not really on Epic side. I mean, they were, but they really weren't. They're like, yeah, this is like shitty. But I'm like, you know what? I think someone needs to be shitty to Apple. <laughs> Like I don't know what you think. I, I, I last week you kind of had the the opinion of fuck Apple. So yeah, um, fuck Apple. They can eat <laughs> the biggest bag of dicks. <laughs> uh, and I'm all for that because I mean they, especially like if Fortnite did that whole parody of the 1984 ad and the joke, the running joke for years has been that Apple has become the 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 opposite side of that 1984 ad. Um, not cool people that not, not promoting openness of platforms. Um, so yeah, Fortnite's basically like they took Fortnite away and that's so like the hashtag is what free Fortnite hashtag free Fortnite. So that, I mean, however, however many people have downloaded it on iOS that can't, that won't be able to play it now. Apparently it's gotta be big launch into it. I was wrong about that, but I did see I could swear I saw some people posting that they couldn't enter the game, but according well, you to can't, most yeah. people, you can still enter the game if you already have it. And yeah, you there can, have been iPhones with it installed, apparently listed on eBay for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, people are selling them for thousands, like upwards of like ten thousand dollars. But yeah, because the thing I don't is, know if anybody's actually buying them, but yeah, they're, they're they're attempting to sell them for that. Let's, I don't think anyone's gonna buy them, but yeah, like like I said, the. You can still play the game, but as soon as the next update comes out for Fortnite, the the iOS version can't update anymore. So they'll be locked out of being able to play with the rest of the versions of Fortnite that are up to date. So that's gonna, that's the basically the issue is that eventually people will be locked out of Fortnite. I don't know when the next update's coming. It could even be something as like simple as like a time. security fix could could cause I feel it. They're to, always updating. Yeah, like they're always doing stuff, so I don't know. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. I mean, there I don't think there has been much developments beyond that. That's just kind of what happened immediately after um, the ban. So <laughs> it's a crazy situation. It's uh, it's like I've always said we're we're living or we're already living in a cyberpunk dystopian future, but without all the cool shit. It's just it's just all the corporate warfare. <laughs> that's what we're that's what we have. We have corporate wa- warfare and extreme brand loyalty. Is that that's like the two one of the two those are two of the main ingredients for a cyberpunk setting. Um uh, yeah, I, I just saw the article about the iPhones being sold resold for as high as $10,000, but I mean obviously no word on any of those listings have actually been sold. I don't think that's I think people are May maybe are I I'm hoping people are smart enough to realize that once Fortnite updates they'll get locked out of it. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's go to the Nintendo Indie World, and so that happened on Tuesday, and a bunch of the stuff they announced are is out already because a lot of it would was releasing that same day a lot of it um, was stuff that was already out on pc and other places but was just going yeah to like switch yeah i see like a few of them are apple arcade 
exclusives or former Apple Arcade, some Epic Game Store exclusives. Strangely, um, the Apple Arcade exclusive Grindstone didn't release that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first thing was uh, uh, Hades. Yeah, which is coming, like, that's coming in fall, but they don't have an, uh, an official release date yet, but they said when it yeah. reaches 1.0 on PC, it will simultaneously be on Switch. And who knows, I would assume that's also coming to Xbox and PlayStation, but who knows when specifically, they, they haven't mentioned yeah. anything about that. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully they'll have, like, a real date soon. <laughs> but, uh, um... And then after that, they had Spiritfarer by Thunder Lotus Games. I have no idea what this game is about. Spiritfarer did just, it also launched on Game Pass. Uh, I actually was interested in this game based on the trailer, and I've been interested in it before this trailer, when it's shown before, but I didn't know it was coming to Game Pass, so it is there if you ever want to check it out um, on both PC and on Xbox. But it's a, it's a management sim about yeah, dying basically. and saying goodbye. <laughs> yeah, you're, it's very cutesy and kind of like, I, I don't feel twee is quite correct to say about it, that it's not quite in the twee space, yeah. but it does have like, oh, you're like, it's almost like a, playing a watercolor painting in a way. And then like you're the art befriending like good. spirits that are like animal kind of creatures and you can give them hugs and everything and like cook for them you know and but you're you're on a boat and you'll be building structures on that boat um huh. and i'll go into that more uh because i i did play it so oh, okay I'll talk so about that on the other cast stay tuned to the lga cast where marcus talks about playing it <laughs> little teaser um yeah so next we had raji in ancient epic um that's a game based on uh, ancient Hindu and Balinese mythology. Oh, funny thing about this game. So th this is an Indian uh, like developed game, but the Switch has not launched in India yet. Oh, God. Well, okay. <laughs> That's weird. I can't. The Switch hasn't launched in India. I, I at least there was a I believe a Kotaku article saying like the Switch hasn't launched in India, but it's seeing like an India, like, a game that's focused around, like, India that's made by, like, Indian developers. And that's, that's so weird. fucking weird. Like, I mean, I it just recently, it's... like, launched in China, so. Well, the China one I can understand, but, like, India, that one, like, I'd, I wouldn't, I, I would I imagine that China would come after recently, India. I think within the last couple months launched in Brazil. Wow. The Switch is how old? Four years? Going on four years. Jesus, um, and it's yeah. still, that's crazy to me. That you just blew my mind. <laughs> it is kind of so, weird, but. <laughs> like, I just, I mean, for the most part, with the exception of like, if, like places like China, I would imagine that stuff like this would just launch worldwide at the same time. Like, or, it also or at makes least those within sales a year. Figures, uh, we talked about look even more crazy to think that it yeah, hasn't like, well, launched fucking, in every region. Imagine, imagine when it releases in India. That's it's going to explode even more. That if considering the considering the population of India, that's yeah. insanity. Wow, <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> Fuck. Well, geez. Well, yeah. So I guess go support this game. I, I don't know. It's, it, it looks, and a it lot a cool of these games style. are uh, discounted currently. Okay. Yeah. So was, get, it get was a sales while it's hot. 
yeah, there was a sales promo at the end, but a lot of these have like 10% off, like 15% oh, nice. off, uh, like order prices. Um, after that, we had a short hike. It's just a game about hiking. Yeah, they gave this one away for free on Epic, but uh, okay. yeah, you, you're kind of like a owl person, but yeah, you just go on a hike. It's it's kind of just one of those meditative games. It is only like yeah. seven dollars. It looks like, like a, a lo-fi. Not doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't remind me of like something that's pixelated, but like it's like lo-fi in a way. Yeah, it, I mean, it's really just a chill game. To, but yeah, it, this this game was highly like championed last year. Like at least a lot of outlets picked this up and played it. Um, I still haven't played it yet, but I do have it on Epic because they gave it away for free. But Switch seems like a perfect fit for that game. I guess they did add on the Switch version that there's a boat you can take out for a spin that didn't exist on the PC version. It's probably in there on the PC version now, but I just saw the creator tweet out saying like you can ride the boat now in the switch version. <laughs> <laughs> nice um next we had manifold garden by william chire studio william chire studio it's a perspective twisting puzzler yeah it's kind of like you're in an mc escher painting okay yeah it looks kind of cool yeah it's yeah, it looks weird, and it, I saw a weird tweet from the creator of this, uh, well, the devs saying, like, they wanted to create a, ga a puzzle game that they were actually good at, because they were like, we like puzzle games, but we're not good at them. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, next, we had Takeshi and Hiroshi by Oink Games. It's a puppet-based RPG. Yeah, where, like, an older brother is making a game for his younger brother to play. Um, and kind of you're tailoring like the monsters and stuff. And it, it sounds like it's a short, like narrative game. It was only like, it's okay. also one of those like $8 games. It's pretty cheap, 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 cheap games. Uh, Evergate by Stone Lantern Games. Um, what's this one about? It looks cool. Is this that platforming one? Yeah, it looks like it. That looks like a bad Ori ripoff. <laughs> yeah yeah i guess you're right yeah it does look like that i don't know that game like that game simultaneously like when they first like showed the art for it i was like oh cool and then like when they showed the gameplay i was like oh how did your oh. game go from looking cool to really bad <laughs> but, I, I don't, it's that like maybe that game's good for all i know i'm not gonna like judge like judge a book by its cover so to speak but it there is no worse combination in the world than being like game has cool art style and just sucks. Like the gameplay yeah, actually the just sucks, but you're like, it looks cool. Yeah. Well, at least it looks cool. Right. Right guys. Um, and then the, that was all stuff that was, that's already out now. Um, then coming later this year, we have Hypnospace outlaw by tender shoot. looks like a very Kind of, it almost looks like a like a faux browser based game. It, it is. It uh, this game got a lot of high praise last year when it came out on PC, but it is kind of like it's real reminiscent of like a specific era of internet, like with Lycos and you know like that like our era of early nineties internet. Yeah, like early two thousands internet. Yeah, but that's, you that's act what, like I mean. A, it, you're it reminds to, me of Commander Keen 2. 
<laughs> just you looking at the screenshot pages and you're kind of you're you're you know looking to what like bust criminals by examining these web pages <laughs> it, yeah it's, so it looks like it's a weird game i haven't I played that, it but i've just heard a lot about it last year i like how the uh um the browser is called hypnospace explorer <laughs> that's good i like that An um, alternate reality that would exist <laughs> the hypno net <laughs> uh yeah it looks kind of neat i it comes out on august 27th so basically by the time you're hearing this it'll be out so go pick that up check it out uh then we have torchlight 3 by extra games i never had pronounced that like i love torchlight 1 and 2 and torchlight 3 looks really really good but i've heard from people who've played their early access that they're like it's really just meh at this point yeah. and i'm like it just it seems looks so cool though it looks cool but maybe it's just that like they just, they're just like well if you played torchlight it, one and two it's more of that that's kind of what i hear and then i've also heard like that formula has taken steps forward with games like pillars of eternity and like uh yeah well not pillars of eternity but um what is that game path of exile Oh, yeah. Like games like Path of Exile and uh, even like Diablo uh, 3 kind of brought that to a different space. And it's kind of still trying to be a Diablo 2. Yeah. Which I don't know. I, I just like those games, even though I'm like, I I played a shit ton of Torchlight 2 and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> like, I'm like, it just I, seems like it doesn't stand out. It's like it's a it's a fun thing to play, but it doesn't. Like, I'm like, I remember, like, yeah. killing guys and grabbing a bunch of cool loot, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know what class I played. I don't know, <laughs> like, what the story was. I don't know anything. I'm just like, I just killed guys and grabbed some loot for, like, several hours, like, a couple weekends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we have Garden Story by Pico Graham. Picogram, uh, which is a farming RPG. It's a pixelated, um, not isometric. It just looks like straight up, just 2D, top down ish. Which I don't know. It seems seems neat. I like I like farming RPGs. So <laughs> then we have Subnautica, Unknown Worlds Entertainment. That's coming to Switch finally. That's gonna be in what? Tw- it's gonna. It's this is coming in 2021. Yeah, along um, with the sequel Below I'm Zero. In, but it's know. uh yeah, it's a spooky game if you don't like the ocean. Uh Yeah, I I think Subnautica is really cool. I've never played it myself cuz I don't know, I don't like the idea of being in a pitch black ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um diving's not for me. Uh but hey, it looks really cool. Next we have Bear and Breakfast by Gummy Cat. A wilderness hotel sim. Yeah, this game actually looked really cool. I'm real interested in this. Yeah, it looks neat. This definitely seems like up my alley. Um, That's going to be a timed exclusive for Switch. No actual release date, just sometime 2021. Yeah, it's at least going to be a game I keep my eye on. Yeah. And Card Shark is next. Um, I didn't like how this was presented. It kind of looked like a point and click adventure type game but the guy presenting yeah. it just seemed like a giant chode 
<laughs> oh, so Shark Select would love him then. He was, he was just like, oh, I'm gonna show you a card trick and like the magic happens in the other hand. I was like, I hate you. I just don't like you. <laughs> That's great. Um, but then they had a but wait, there's more moment, and that is that Untitled Goose Game is getting another goose. That's right, co-op, co-op Untitled Goose Game. So you can wreak havoc with a friend. I wish I was excited for this. Like, it is cool. But since I've already played, like, for people who haven't quite yeah. played Goose Game, I think this is awesome. It could be cool to, it, in one aspect, it could be like, oh, great, now I can I can have help to get some of those more rare achievements that are, That's like, in, in harder, impossible to get. I, I just felt Goose Game was such a... Uh, it, it it's almost like a meme like it, it yeah it came and like, went well you you know like you play it and it's like oh it's it's like controlling this goose is cool and i mean like i liked you know the couple of hour like it wasn't too long of a game or anything so it didn't overstay its welcome but yeah it, it was like i don't know i just don't want to play like 15 16 you know hours i don't yeah. want to play like 20 30 fucking hours of a goose at the end of the day but yeah but see see here's the thing is that i think that they they they're doing it they they did it just right and then they doing it right by like now later on adding the multiplayer co-op it just seems like they're they're just kind of like hey if you want more goose gaming or enjoy it with your friends here you go versus something like Goat Simulator, which has just been the scourge of video games, just ever present in the corner, yeah. still being played for some godforsaken reason. It's so bad. It's, <laughs> yeah, like, it's I so mean, bad. Goose Game, like, legit is a good game. Yeah, Goose Game is incredibly polished. It's really fun. It's short. It's it's concise. It, it tells a short story, and... Goat Simulator I'm, is just like, hey, here's this wacky fucking. It's like Cards Against Humanity of video games. Uh, it's just like, hey, we're wacky for the sake of being wacky, and we'll put this game out so that YouTubers and streamers can play this game and get some bizarre reactions out of it. It's God, it's such a bad. I hate that game so much with a passion. Like I usually don't. I usually don't say I hate games, but I, I, I could not find a single ounce of fun in goat simulator i wanted to die the entire time i played it <laughs> i just i like i said i'm a little like like i wish that was there at launch uh because i yeah. would like to have played with a friend or something but i still think it's a really oh. big like big missed opportunity to not have the beaker dlc <laughs> that would have been great That's they would have the made so much money for that yeah, it's beaker <laughs> this is the beaker dlc the, the secret second playable character. yeah so, so you're getting, so this is coming, I mean, obviously this is the, uh, Nintendo indie world. Is it just, is the multiplayer co-op just going to be on the switch? I, I don't think so. I think that's coming to. Okay. Just goose game in general. I have to download that game again and play it with my son. Cause he likes the game too. So. Yeah. And I think that's like a good case use for it to be like, oh, it's like a parent can play with their kid, but I mean, kind of like the trailer showed where it was like the two goose, like pick, just bullying that poor kid. And I'm just yeah. like that. That would be like what you would do. But then like, yeah. I mean, the novelty just wears off really quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
it's a good like one time thing. Um, and then maybe again sometime in a few years, be like, oh, remember that dumb goose game I played? <laughs> I won't go back to that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was um, that was the Nintendo Indie World for this week. Um, next, let's see. After twenty years, Rockstar vet Laszlo Jones has left the company. So yeah, that was a weird thing. Yeah, just it seemed random. It's just, but I mean, he's with the company for 20 years. That's for, for, uh, an industry like this. That's crazy. (laughs) Seems like people don't last that long unless they own the company. I mean, look at Tim Sweeney in Epic games. (laughs) Uh, so, so no, there wasn't an action announcement on it. It was just like something he had, he had just updated his LinkedIn page. And he had, he left it, he left back in April and nobody noticed until now. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't know that company has been bleeding a lot of talent. Yeah. Well, I like, mean like Dan Hauser left before he did. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like I, I mean, I talked ad nauseum about rockstar, but it's just like, where do they go? You know, like, yeah. Well, cause I mean, Laszlo had like the fun radio bits too. On the in the like the commercials and the the Laszlo like show or whatever like he popped up in like all of those games. Now, uh, now what we're gonna do for Grand Theft Auto Six? There won't be any Laszlo. Grand Theft Auto Six is canceled now. You can't have it without Laszlo. <laughs> I mean, I'm um, it, I'm legit really curious where Grand Theft Auto goes from here. Like, what do you yeah. do? How do you innovate from what? Yeah, they I don't. Did? Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know, but I mean, uh, but Laszlo is apparently developing shows for Netflix and, and Disney and doing consulting for Undisclosed Video Game Company. Um, mm. But speaking of which, apparently uh, Rockstar filed a trademark for Grand Theft Auto Vice City Online or Vice City Online, something along those lines. Did you see that one? No, but that's interesting. Me like I mean I I would love to see Rockstar do remake like you know crash level remakes of one two and I mean not the three Vice City and San Andreas like full just rebuilt in modern day graphics would be really cool. So this is interesting. So it wasn't a trademark; it was a domain name, and it wasn't that they made the domain they they renewed the domain. So it's a domain they've already had. They've had GTA Vice City Online as long as 2009. So they've had this domain name for 11 years. And, uh, that's weird. So it, so are they going to just run articles on this every single year when they renew the domain name? I don't <laughs> Why is this suddenly relevant today when it wasn't relevant for the last nine years or last 10 years? What the hell? I like the the end of this article says thus fans probably shouldn't get their hopes up just yet because they've been sitting on the domain for nearly 11 years. So that's not news. Disregard that. That's not happening. That's just them protecting their domains, I guess. And just I wonder how much I wonder how many domains they actually do own just just to like keep other people out from taking their domains. It's got to be a lot. It's gotta be weird wanting Grand Theft Auto dot com. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Ubisoft's hashtag renew reckoning two months later. 
This comes from Kotaku. So let's see what the what's what's the aftermath here. Is this gonna be a long ass article? Yes, it's a long ass article. Fuck. Um let's see. Where's where's the now? What's happening now with with Kotaku? What's happening now with Ubisoft? Oh come on. Holy crap, this is the longest this is <laughs> God damn it. This is like the longest article of all time. Oh boy. So Looks like Yves Guillemot is trying Guillemot. Guillemot? Is that is, I always have issues saying it. I don't know, man. It's French. I, I think it's Guillemot because the T has to be silent, right? Because it's, it's at the I end. I always just said Yves Guillemot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yves Guillemot. Yves Guillemot. Um, is really, looks like he's really trying to get out there and rooting out the issues within Ubisoft. Um, even saying, I would like to express my deep solidarity to all those who have been directly hurt, and I assure you that I will personally follow each of the situations that have been reported. Um, stopping sh- just short of personally apologizing, he wrote in a company email on June 26th, the day after Ubisoft announced it would be launching an investigation into misconduct. Um, in the weeks that followed, he announced the creation of two new positions head of workplace culture and head of diversity and inclusion, both of which would report directly to him. Um, then in July 22nd, in a call with investors, he was asked if he took any responsibility for the company culture that appeared to tolerate misconduct in a system of HR and swept issues under the rug when they were reported. And we did cover that when that happened. Um, so some people are saying like they, they turned a blind eye for so long and ignored the systematic systemic sexism that turned their company into a cesspool for the women working there. Um, Oh, geez. Uh, back in 2016, when Ubisoft management was fending off a Vivendi takeover, the company started producing T-shirts with a prototypically Ubisoft slogan, red shirts, white print, and a play on words. And it says, I believes, and it's believes is spelled B-L or B-E-L-Y-V-E-S. Uh, so it was a riff on the Ubisoft CEO's first name. The slogan was also used on social media and on wristbands and pins for employees to wear internally. And now the slogan has come back this summer with a modification. Um, so, so now it says that, that now it's the I believes. And then on the bottom of it, it says I believes or now it says I believes all victims or all the victims. And someone had tweet uh, photoshop that so oh boy um then there's something else that happened and let's see here we go so go away ad so ubis uh former assassin's creed valhalla creative director ashraf ismail uh who stepped down from that role in june uh has now been fired yeah eves loaded him in a cannon and shot <laughs> him <laughs> They really did. Which is weird. Um, he just like put him in a cannon and then shot him with a gun while he was in the cannon. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So following an investigation by an external firm, it was determined that Ashraf's employment with Ubisoft had had to be terminated. Uh, we cannot provide any details about this confidential investigation. Um, yeah. Uh, on June 21st, he was accused on Twitter of a. Uh, a pattern of trying to engage in affairs by leveraging his status and lying about being single. <laughs> what a scumbag. Uh, so yeah, he got fired out of a cannon into the sun. But uh, yeah, so 
Ubisoft is still just like, it's just boiling. It's just a boiling vat of oil. And you don't know what's going to happen week to week with that company right now. And all we can really do is just hope that it gets better over there. I mean, at this point, um, E3 apologizes after sexist tweet gets ratioed. What? I don't know what ratioed means. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so this paragraph from Kotaku says it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was one of those times when the three gremlins in a trench coat controlling the E3 Twitter account tweeted something so insulting and ridiculous that all you can do is screenshot it and wait for it to be deleted. <laughs> um, so they tweeted out a great list of games. Women gamers are playing any of your favorites make the cut. And it also linked to a recently published list over on parades website of 29 online or 25 online games that women enjoy and then the quote says girls just love gaming or girls love gaming as just as much as men while online games have no gender attached to them and many women enjoy everything from a puzzle quest to a sports match or fight oriented game there are some games that female players tend to gravitate towards um and then so I mean, the list had stuff like Sinar, Wild Hearts, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, Overwatch, Spelunky. <laughs> in the in the article says, you know, women games. Um, um, and the like in the entry for Bejeweled Classic, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Am I right, ladies? That's yeah. So That's yeah, they <laughs> it took the tweet an, about an hour to pick up on Steam, and then it was ratioed, which I mean. That just means they deleted it, right? Is that what that means? I've never heard that term before. <clears throat> uh, and then they apologize, saying, We messed up. We are taking down the post and apologize for perpetuating a harmful stereotype. We will do better. And then uh, a spokesperson uh, reached out, saying, We posted a story that does not reflect what we believe and know to be true, that women and girls make, play, and excel in games of all genre. Video games are for everyone as the unequivocal, unequivocal, unequivocal voice of gaming community reminds us all. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Let's. Should we do this this week in lawsuits? It's before always break? this week in lawsuits. I mean, the Fortnite thing. That's the this week in lawsuits. That's the this week in lawsuits. This um, week in games. Yeah, this week in games. Uh, Florida tourist attraction sues Fortnite over Aquaman Castle. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> so Florida-based Coral Castle Museum said to be built by a lovesick man in the early 20th century is suing Epic Games over the game's recent addition of a new Coral Castle location, which the museum's owners claim infringes on their trademark. Everyone wants a piece of that Fortnite pie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, the museum points out that since the new Fortnite location has connections to Aquaman, Epic Games could have just called it Atlantis, but decided to call it or decided on Coral Castle. This isn't the first time the company has been accused of profiting off other people's creations. It also comes right on the heels of Epic Games' own lawsuit against Apple for being a monopoly. And then they showed pictures, side by side pictures of the supposed real life Coral Castle versus the, um, the one in game and they look nothing alike <laughs> so i don't know so they're just mad because they use the name coral castle is that the deal so it seems like epic games declined to comment on the lawsuit they're sure they're sure they're sure happy to comment on the apple one though right 
That's big peanuts. That's big pe- Yeah. That's half a trillion dollar peanuts right there. Um uh, so yeah, I would how about we go for a quick break and then we'll be right back with more news. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's the Fortress of Fandom podcast. I'm Garrett, your host, covering the fandom topics you love most. Superheroes, comics, movies, Star Wars, nerd news, anime, video games, and so much more. If you like any of these topics, come join our band of FOFers and let your fandom flag fly. New episodes almost every week. Find us pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts and search for us on social media at the FOF pod. Okay, welcome back. To the show, we're gonna jump into more news. So let's see. First up, here we have that Killer Seven isn't coming to the Switch after all. Which I don't, I don't know much about this game, but apparently it was a you game never that was played. Killer Seven? No, I never played Killer Holy Seven. Holy shit! <laughs> that game, like, uh, that was one of the like few GameCube games I played, and it blew my goddamn mind. Oh well, see, I didn't have a GameCube. That was my problem. <laughs> I mean, it eventually um, came to other platforms, but it was part of that Capcom, like the Capcom 7 or whatever, the Capcom 8. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently they discussed getting porting Killer 7 to Switch um, while they were working on the PC version, but then they eventually decided against it. I don't know um, if Killer 7 holds yeah. up today, but as like a fairly young kid playing that, it like. Like a young teen, it blew my fucking mind. In the article here, it says that um, I already own the original GameCube release from 2005 and the recent PC port, but I'm more than willing to drop another $60 on a portable version of the best game of all time. <laughs> it's uh, high praise. I mean, it, it was uh, like the first Suda 5, like Suda 5 1, Suda 51 game I played from Grasshopper, yeah. and it. It's just fucking batshit crazy. I have to look at the PC version. Check it out. It's, uh, it's a factory. game I don't know if it holds up because it's kind of like a rail shooter a bit. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, those are hard these days. Like, rail shooters really only hold up in VR nowadays. It And it's like kind of a rail shooter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, 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 it doesn't play like any other game, really. <laughs> Um, Factorio reaches 1.0 after eight years of development. I had no idea this game was in development for eight years. Holy shit. I just am amazed that it finally came out. Yeah, I didn't. Congratulations to Factorio. Because I'm like, people were talking a lot about that game at least two years ago. Like, yeah, two years ago, like when it hit early access, I guess. And I think people are kind of factorioed out. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I, I a, felt like that's factorio the problem with the early and access. And then it's just weird that it's now hitting 1 0. Yeah, that's weird. But I mean, no, I never, I still haven't played it yet. So maybe I should, maybe now's the time. Maybe now's the time I get into it. Um, not specifically gaming news, but the Kyoto Animations uh, swimming anime, the free is that the yeah it has to be free right yeah, it's, it's only free. swimming anime yeah free that's gonna be out next year so i mean obviously it got delayed because of that whole like someone setting the building on fire it was really shitty um but it's been confirmed for 2021 
So yeah, that's cool. Uh, people are remaking Halo Infinite, the Halo Infinite demo, and the Halo Five Forge. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, you know how people are. I thought it was gonna be in dreams, but you know, I'll take it. That 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 could be this video. Halo Infinite demo recreated in Halo Five Forge within forty eight hours. So it's <laughs> the video is tight, or that that the title card. Says Halo Infinite. Oh, it says Arrival. I thought it said Halo Infinite Revival, which would have been hilarious because <laughs> it's not even out yet. Hold on, I gotta send you a video real quick. You may have seen this. Shit, you know what? They actually didn't do too bad of a job <laughs> recreating the environment. Holy shit. The Nintendo 64 trailer. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, fucking banjo and kazooie. It it this is actually a really impressive video. <laughs> I can't get over the banjo kazooie style voices though. I feel like they didn't use the Nintendo 64 sound library for this, though. <laughs> Probably not, but, you know. That would have been... I hope they, like, do another version where they do, though, because that would have been... <laughs> the fucking Star Fox ship. Oh, uh, yeah, the graphics pop in. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the fucking star. Oh, Craig's crash site. That's good. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. The, the the level of like attention to like how the Nintendo 64 is is just too perfect. Yeah, it's like that that's the, a good fake Halo the only, N64 thing. The only the only thing the only way that can be approved if they is if they actually use the Nintendo 64 sound library. <laughs> <laughs> then it would have been complete. <laughs> that was good. Oh man, grabbing the stars, that's great. The way he just exits the painting, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, these guys are doing some cool shit with Halo 4, 5 Forge. I wonder, uh, is it possible to recreate the grappling hook? No, probably not. Crazy. That's, that's crazy. Hey, man. The community, man, they love their Halo. Uh, the Publisher en masse is shutting down. The publisher of Terra. Uh, let's see that. Terra is an MMORPG. Is that the one where you can like fly? I feel I like no, remember. but maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, they were, they started back in 2008. And uh, they brought Terra to North America and Europe in 2012. They went to 3 to play 2013. It's since been imported to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, and in 2017, they said that the game had over 25 million players worldwide. More recently, the 
number of daily concurrent players on stream has been peaking at 1000. So yeah, they're, uh, they're closing their doors. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't know much about them. So it's unfortunate for anybody working there, but I mean, it is, it is the gaming industry. Uh, re- what were you going to say? Oh, I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, okay. Uh, report Batman developer rock city accused of failing to address sexual harassment. Another one of those stories. Cause you know, it's like every studio apparently a letter was put out that was signed by 10 of the 16 women that were on staff at the time, citing a number of uh, persistent issues, including transphobic slurs, derogatory and sexually ex- explicit remarks about women and sexual harassment that included unwanted advances, layering at parts of a woman's body and inappropriate comments in the office. Um, and then it reportedly filtered into their games. Uh, and then they held after, after the, uh, Letter was put out. They held a a single company-wide hour-long training seminar, and then employees had to sign a statement confirming they had participated in the training, um, but nothing else really had been done to address the problem, and it just felt like they just kind of covered it all up. So people are upset, and then apparently they still, as of yesterday, still haven't made any sort of response since this all went public. So guess we'll guess we'll find out what happens apparently they're still working on their statement <sighs> oof okay well better get to writing i guess i don't know here's a fun one the oculus vr devices will soon require a facebook account sucks to which be you. i mean <laughs> yeah i guess i i don't need an oculus rift after all <laughs> yeah so apparently they were saying oh yeah we won't require that when you uh when you sign up for when you're when you have an when you get an Oculus, you won't you won't need an, a Facebook account. Which I mean, eventually, you know, it was going to happen. Which kind of I it really makes me wonder. Like, so like, what happens when you're 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 using your Facebook account to buy these Oculus games, and then you randomly get permanently banned from Facebook, and now you can't access the games that you paid for? What then? You get like fucked. I. Like, what's the fucking recourse? It's not like I can't just sue them. (laughs) It's that's like not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You just get fucked. It's shitty. Fuck Facebook. (laughs) Fuck Mark Zuckerberg. Bunch of crooks. That's what they are. Um, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth is being remade by fans. Did you see that one? No. It's kind of cool. Yes, there's a people are a group of people are remaking the game in Unreal Engine Four, which I mean, obviously, of course, it'd be Unreal Engine Four. You can develop on it for free. <laughs> Just means you can't put it out on iOS, though. At least now, um, it looks. I mean, the graphics. I mean, obviously, the graphics look good. It's Unreal Engine Four. Why would it not look good? Um, so let's see. They actually have uh, they have a gameplay reveal. 20 minute long gameplay reveal of the game. So yeah, that's, it's kind of cool. Good on them. I mean, it seems like stuff like that is what I really like about the gaming industry is the fans that are like so hardcore into a game that they would devote their personal time to just recreating it. Um, Oh yeah. I remember how like Grand Theft Auto five left game pass. 
not too long ago, but it was replaced by Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's leave. already leaving Game yeah. pa- Game Pass. Yeah, that didn't last long. <laughs> Fuck, I get to play that one either, but we actually own that on PlayStation Four already, so I don't need, I don't necessarily need it on Game Pass. I guess maybe it's because Rockstar sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flight Simulator creates terrifying Citadel in Melbourne and turns the Birmingham Palace into apartments. Did you see the <laughs> so good? Someone just I think I sent you a link to one. I or maybe I did, I can't remember. Um, but someone was flying around Melbourne in the new Microsoft Flight Simulator, and there's just like this gigantic tower just in the middle of the town, like it was like a spire that reached into the stratosphere. Essentially, it was huge, just like in real life. And apparently, like the then in the whole thing with the uh, the the Buckingham Buckingham Palace, um, someone else had said that it turned him into like a, a generic office building. Um, <laughs> as the other that was the other way it had been described, because apparently they used like like AI to do the ground mapping for this game. So there's some things that the AI got wrong. Um, according to them, that tower was because uh, it was created by a typo. People are calling this "All Hail the Spire." It's the it's a it's the spire from Fable Two, but it's in <laughs> Melbourne instead of in the middle of the ocean. That's where it is. <laughs> That's where it went. So, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, it was all, all the data was pulled from Bing Maps. Um, obviously, Microsoft developed thing. So, let's see. Oh, shit, this is really good. Okay, so, so Twitter using, Twitter user Liam Doug, or Liam, oh, Twitter user Liam dug through edits to open straight maps, which Flight Simulator Flight simulators have been using for years to uncover what might have happened. They discovered that in 2019, a user called Nathan Wright 120 made an edit last year to a building in a suburb. And according to the edit, the house was edited to have 212 levels instead of what it was supposed to have two. <laughs> so the AI that was doing the mapping for the game pulled that data. I was like, Oh well, yeah, this is a 212 level building. <laughs> so that's, that's fucking hilarious. I love that. There was corrected by another open street maps user, but not before Microsoft flight simulator was compiled using an older version of the data. <laughs> um, Bing maps itself doesn't have a massive monolith in the middle of the suburb, but the Melbourne dark spire obviously cannot be hidden. I love how they're even calling it the Dark Spire. I love that. I love me some Fable 2. It's making me want to play Fable 2 again. Users are flocking to Australia as a flyable location just to see something different. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I saw Kyle Earth from the hard drive. He tweeted saying that like the newest, the newest form of cyberbullying is uh, um, flying a plane into somebody's house that you don't like and sending them a screenshot of it. <laughs> and using fight Microsoft Flight Simulator, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> like I can't tell if he's being serious or not, because I mean that's something I could totally see people doing. That's got to be like just a dark sense of humor. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Flight Simulator too, and I'm gonna crash a plane into your house and send you a picture, <laughs> Marcus. 
<laughs> imagine, if, actually, imagine how creepy it would be. Somebody you don't even know sends you a picture of a plane crashing into your house. It's like, I don't know you. How'd you get my address? That'd be creepy. That's, that's a good Halloween. That's a good Halloween thing to do. I mean, it's not good. Don't do it. But <laughs> um, Hitman 3 will be an Epic Game Store timed exclusive on PC. I mean, that's not surprising. I mean, basically, it seems like everything's going to be some sort of timed exclusive on Epic Game Store on PC anymore. January 2021 is when that comes out. So you can get your Hitman on January. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Here's it. Here's the other kind of big news everyone's excited about. Ben Affleck is returning to play Batman. Finally. Finally. In the Flash movie. Which I'm really confused because that's also the movie Michael Keaton was going to be Batman in the Flash. So, I mean, is it just is it just effects of the of, of the Flashpoint? Are we going to have one Batman and then transition to another Batman because the Flashpoint? Is that is that what's yes, happening? It's a flash <laughs> the Flashpoint rearranged Bruce Wayne's face. <laughs> are they are they going to get Robert Pattinson in there, too? That's the question. I know that one's kind of like standalone, but I don't, you know, you don't know. I don't, don't know. understand DC universe at this point. It doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense anymore. It's all jumbled up and crazy. I don't know. I mean, it, it's weird. Uh, how is it that they can do such a good job with their animated movies, but they're like actual live action, like universe is a mess. Oh, Get no. your act together. It doesn't help that like now they're like tearing their own like comics division apart and firing everybody and laying everyone off and RIP DC comics. I don't know. All we're going to have left is Batman and Superman. <laughs> um, And then there's going to be another Marvel movie at when the works at Sony, which um. They've been te- they've been teasing like Olivia Wilde is going to be doing a movie for Marvel slash Sony. So she's hinting of like a Spider Woman movie. That's what the that's what the hints are for. But she's co-writing um, something. So, yeah, people are saying they believe it to be Spider Woman that she's going to be doing. Um uh, according to Deadline, uh, the movie will be about Craven the Hunter. So this is uh, apparently people are saying, it's, according to this article, it's regarded as one of the best Spider-Man stories of all time. The character is an original member of the Sinister Six, and he has yet to appear in any other Spider-Man movie. But... Apparently he appeared in a Broadway musical. <laughs> that's weird. Apparently it was a bad musical. So yeah, that's interesting. I'm 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 down with that. I'll, Spider-Man has some cool villains. So I think I think out of like for me like the um the universes that have the coolest villains is it's it's Spider-Man as as a bad guy has cool villains and Batman has cool villains. Um 
Not really. I don't. I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like my, many other anyone else really has. Co- Solomon cool Grundy villains. was born on a Monday. <laughs> um, and how could that's you also not a Batman villain? Think Bizarro is cool. Yeah, Bizarro. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Bizarro's cool. There's some Superman stuff that's all right. Um, I guess X Men. I mean, I I like Magneto. He's a cool guy. The Juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, the juggernaut. Yeah, he's the juggernaut. Yeah, Saber so two. X-Men. I mean, X-Men was the premier Marvel thing until Fox ruined it. Now it's the Avengers. Now now the now the Avengers is the most is the biggest Marvel property. Used to be X-Men, then Fox took it over and fucked it up. <laughs> they had plenty of time. Yeah. But yeah. Marvel had to take their B list and turn it into their A list. <laughs> the true A list will always be Spider-Man, though. He's the triple A list. That's why Sony owns him. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we know who's number one here. We're going to get in on this deal early. But that's all I had. Did I miss anything? No, nah, that seems like everything. Seems, seems like we got everything. So... That's 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 a cast. Gotta, it's a cast. Gotta gotta blow up the cast with a bullet. Big old Bullets bullet. Don't really blow up. If you use explosive rounds, they do. <laughs> I mean, according to 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 Twitch streamer T Pain, uh, you can blow up a turkey with bullets. <laughs> <laughs> he says he says he can't he can't eat the turkeys he shoots with his bullets because they blow up <laughs> oh t-pain yeah t-pain the twitch streamer you know you know the one t-pain uh twitch's premier streamer he's like ninja but he's t-pain but he can rap so he's yeah, like he's, drake he's, and ninja rolled into one yeah see did He's two people in one. Just roll them all together. And you know what? He's twice as funny as either of those two. So <laughs> just just make him the most popular streamer on Twitch. <laughs> I w- I'm surprised he doesn't like auto-tune his, his, his gaming. That would be hilarious. Like when he dies, just, oh, no. <laughs> I, th- I bet he's thought of that. I was like, yeah, I wonder how I can hook up this auto tune to my voice while I'm playing this game. <laughs> he's been playing some. He's been playing. Uh, shit. What? Is, what has he been playing? He's play. He plays some like Warzone. I've seen him play, do that. Play some other weird stuff. So stuff that you wouldn't expect a T Pain to play. But there it is. Yeah, the Fifty Cent game. <laughs> it's just funny when you like log in the Twitch and you see like. Someone like pay money wubby with like 20,000 viewers and then Gus Johnson with a couple thousand viewers and uh fucking critical with like 15,000 viewers. And then you see T-Pain with 800 viewers. It's uh, <laughs> it's almost just a, it's 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 sad, but also not at the same time because it's like, hey. These people that grew from their audience from essentially nothing over time are bigger on Twitch than an actual real life celebrity, <laughs> which is it, it almost makes you feel bad for T-Pain. <laughs> but I don't know 
is oddly enough, he's one of the few like actual celebrities I would recommend checking out because his streams are, he's pretty funny to actually watch, but that's a, that's, that's a whole different subject and we're trying to end this show. So we're going to put a bullet right, right in this episode. Uh, and like I said, if you enjoy our show, please give us reviews on Apple and Podchaser. Just give us those five star reviews. That will help us to spread our reach as well as if you share the show with your friends because word of mouth is the number one way for podcasts to grow. Um, that helps us spread to more areas. So you tell it's like um, it's like a, a reverse funnel system. You uh, you tell your friend about uh, uh, you tell two friends about the show and then they tell two friends about the show and it just keeps it just explodes like that. And and then three years later, you can have a Brazilian a Brazilian jujitsu JoJo. That's how it works. That's how exactly how it works. That joke, I don't know. That joke is gonna. That's. I think we have another solid three uses out of that joke until it's beaten into the ground enough, right? Maybe four if we push it hard enough. I'm gonna open up a dojo here pretty soon. A dojo of video games. No, no, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's one. That's one. <laughs> Alright, hey, make sure you go to our website, lga.gg, and that's uh see where we, we, we post the, the the episodes and all that fun stuff. Uh check out our gilded server chat.lga.gg. We've we've switched the URL to direct go directly to gilded instead of discord so go there join our gilded server hang out with us chat with us do all that fun stuff and follow us on twitter facebook and instagram just search for lit gaming arena you will find us Uh, i'm hoping pretty soon to try to start like an actual like facebook group for the show to see if that um, gets any more engagement than just the page. So look out for that in the future. And, uh, that will kind of, I don't know, maybe be like some sort of surrogate for the, um, gilded for people that I guess don't want to sign up for another platform. Cause like everybody on the planet has a Facebook, uh, but Gil- uh, gilded is a new platform. So, I mean, just be, but also be aware I'm going to be pushing you to sign up for Gilded because it's, I mean, I'd much rather be on Gilded because fuck Mark Zuckerberg and fuck Facebook. (laughs) And uh, that's the end of the show. See you next time. Peace. this one about oh my god load my internet just die i think my internet fuck